Amiga, are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? If so, join my free webinar where I'm going to teach you how to build margin in your life. Register at debtfreelatina.com forward slash you got this. Ahí nos vemos. How do you go about visualizing and setting goals for your future so that you can increase your income? On today's show, I have a special guest. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Welcome to Debt Free Latina, the podcast where you can finally realize your dream of being debt free and feeling peace about your financial future. And now your host, Myra Alejandra Garcia. Hola, hola. Thank you so much for being here. On today's show, I have La Doctora Norma Reyes. And thank you so much for being here, Norma. Thank you for having me. So I brought you on the show because I love how you focus on visualizing and making sure that people know where they're headed. And so I just wanted to pick your brain during the series that I'm doing of how people can magnify or multiply their money. And I think it's really important to have this piece, not only like setting like knowing um, what you're going to be doing, but where you're headed. Because if you know you where you're headed, you can kind of uh, reverse engineer, right? And really plan out some of these things. So I'm going to get right to the questions. And how do we go from dreaming to setting goals? How do you go from dreaming to setting goals? So before we even get to the dreaming to setting goals, I want to tell your audience that it's safe to dream because I think a lot of our generation hasn't had that. Like, you know, our parents sacrificed a lot and then the expectation was you're going to do X, Y, Z, right? You're going to go to school. You're going to get a job. You're going to make money. You're going to help support the family. All of those expectations also limit us to really being able to dream. I don't know how many times I've heard that where like, I don't know how to dream or maybe we didn't have a childhood. You know, I often get asked by my shaman, she's like, well, what do you remember liking to do when you were a kid? And I'm like, uh, reading books? <laughs> because that's really what I like to do. Um, but was it because that was my only form of enjoyment? You know, because not, not just because we were poor, but because my parents didn't know what else to do for us, right? Like they didn't know just to take us to the park to enjoy ourselves. It wasn't until I was old enough to walk to the park by myself that I would go to the park or go to the pool or kind of other outside activities. Um, so first, I want to say that if you were thinking like you can't, you don't, you've never had a dream or even allowed yourself to dream to start that process, right? Allow yourself to dream, explore things, you know, creativity, especially if you've had a lot of trauma, you got to be able to create that safe space for yourself and say, hey, it's okay for me to daydream and enjoy. Now, if you do have a dream, because we all do, it's all inside of us in our heart, our corazón, it's in there and you know it, um, you know, then decide, okay, I actually want to start doing that. And that's where creating a vision really helps. So if you create a vision for yourself, for your career, then you can start setting goals, aligning to your vision, but you have to sit down and create that vision, 
And so creating a vision seems really scary for a lot of people because it's like, oh my God, it's this giant thing, right? But if you break it down to thinking like, it's just like putting something into the GPS. And even if you make a couple of wrong turns, the GPS is going to get you there. That's all that it is. That's such a great analogy. (laughs) And it makes you feel safe, right? If you make a wrong turn, it's okay. Even if you go in circles for a while. And sometimes the GPS takes you in circles. And that's how it's going to be for your career, for life in general. I love that. Oh, my gosh. I never thought about it that way. But it's so true because... You know, you have to pick yourself up and try again if you failed at the first time. And yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can just blame the GPS for taking you in circles. But sometimes we have to go in circles till we really figure it out. You know, you're like, okay, the turn's coming up. I got to do it quick. I know going to the airport in Austin, that's one of the things that always scares me because it's so short and it's off the highway. Like you're literally exiting off the highway into where the airport exit is. I don't know. It's... That sounds really weird. But if you're there, you'd understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because everybody wants you to go fast. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Um, so if you create your vision, the easiest way to do it is very similar to like you do anything else. First, you want to get your core values. What are your core values? If you don't know what they are, just you know, do a quick Google search, find core values, and then start to narrow it down, going from five to three to one. And then that can help you start creating your vision in regards to like, okay, I would love a career that is around um, peace, right? Like, let's just think of the core value peace. I want inner peace. Okay, well, then I want an employer, I want a job that creates inner peace for me, creates maybe inner peace for the community, whatever that is, right? And that's just picking a random word. And so going from there, then you can start to think, okay, what would that look like? That's like the next part of creating a vision. What would that look like? And that can look like, you know, oh, I get to be relaxed. I don't feel rushed going to work. Um, it's okay if I get to work at 9.05. I know for me, like, it's n- like in my head, it's not okay to get to work at 9.05. Like, I got to get there right on time. But, you know, for me, peace would be like, I could come in at 9.10 if I have a, a crazy morning. Or I can come in at 8.55. Like, it would just be like releasing that for me. And then going from, okay, so that's what that would look like in creating your vision for yourself. Now, why do I want this? Now, many times we set a goal without really having a real reason why we want to accomplish that goal. Mm -hmm. And more often than times, you're not going to achieve that goal because there is no real strong intention behind it. And to help your listeners figure out like, okay, am I setting goals without intentions? What's going on is look at the goals that you do achieve because everyone has achieved a goal in their life, more than one for sure. And then there's goals that you don't ever achieve. Okay, what's going on? What's the difference between the goals that I achieve and the goals that I don't? And a lot of times, I would bet 100% of the time, is because there's no true intention other than, oh, maybe it was a trend to, you know, everybody does like what, a weight loss goal in the beginning of the year. It's a, it's a trend. And if it's not, you know, coming from within you with a true intention of why do I want this other than I want to be wearing skinny jeans, if we wanted all of our tiny skinny jeans, you would you would have done it, right? You don't need to wait till the beginning of the year. So you have to really figure out what's your why behind it. And it, it needs to go deeper than the 
the surface level, right? It needs to go deeper than I want more money. Okay. What do you want more money for? And ask yourself, and what would that give you? Okay. It'd give me freedom, you know, financial freedom. Okay. And what did that give you? Peace of mind. Okay. And what did that will give you? And you just keep asking yourself, and what will that give you until you get to the core of what that means? And for a lot of us, it's security, right? Because maybe growing up, we didn't have that financial security or in, in our parents or from our parents. Um, so as you get deeper, deeper in there, then you can go, okay, I want financial freedom. or I want this raise, not only because you want more money, because you want financial freedom, you want security, you want to feel stable at your inner core and meet your, your needs for that. Yes, that's so true. And I think that that value is different for all of us because of the way we're raised, right? What tendencies our family may have or what we saw growing up. That's great. How specific do we have to get with our goals? So when you're creating your vision, your vision is like your overarching, right? Like your the GPS address that you put in. And then how specific you get with your goals or maybe the directions to get there, right? So it really just depends on what's going on in your your life, right? Let's say that you have a goal that in five years, you want to increase your salary three to 5% um, over those five years, right? Let's just say that. Then how much do you need to work on it this year? Okay, maybe this year you need to set a goal of like, I'm going to take the next six months to do a market research analysis of how much someone in my position is making, you know, outside of my company, within my company, and set a goal of just doing that, right? Like if we're just purely looking at like money, then from there for the over the next six months, you just break it down. But let's say that you're like, well, I don't know what my goal is, right? Like five years from now, I don't know what I want to do. Most people don't have a five-year plan for their careers, which is completely okay. I think it's important to have a vision, but I think beyond two years, a goal in your career is actually not really a a helpful thing because what will happen is that let's say you do set a five-year career goal to be a leader, I want to be a leader in my company in the next five years. And I will say that five years is too long for that. You should be, it should be two years. Um, because after two years of being in your role, you be, you become proficient in it. And then you either are going to get bored. You're going to feel undervalued. You're going to feel stressed. And that, you know, every two years, the further along that you go by five years, you're already burnt out and you hate where you are at. Unless, you know, it is the one job for you and they're doing like everything that you can possibly think of to help support you in your life. I'm not saying that everyone hates their job at five years, but if you've been in the same role for five years, you risk the risk being burnt out by then. Right. So like, that's why I say like, those long-term goals aren't a great thing. But now let's say that your vision is that you want to be a leader that changes the industry, whatever industry you're in, by doing X, Y, Z over the next five years. That is completely different than saying, I want to be a leader in my company in the next five years. Those are two different things, even though they sound the same. So I would say keep goals, career goals, from six months to a year. I mean, I'm sure you can relate this to money, right? You can't have a five-year goal plan and think that you're going to get there and have the motivation either, right? Like if I, if I was like, I'm going to save $10,000 over the next five years, the first two to three years, I'm not even going to think about it. Right. <laughs> so I think that's important that we think about 
how do we stay motivated for the long term while you start with smaller goals? And then you once you achieve them and you get the, yes, I did it, you know, that pumps you up to then set a little longer goals. And so that's how I relate it to money, where I feel that I would not have been able to get to my like down payment of the house if I wouldn't have been able to pay off that very first credit card. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that, and you got to do the same thing for your career goals and anything else really You have to break it down to small tangible goals that you set, like you said, motivate you. Cause if they don't motivate you, you're never going to do it. Like, I mean, I think the last, <laughs> since like COVID, since after having my last baby in 2019, I've been wanting to lose weight and I lost like, you know, the initial 20 pounds that everyone kind of loses after having the baby, but then I got stuck. And so for the last three years, three, yeah, three years, I've been like going back and forth, like, why is it not working? You know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But it also has to do with like how motivated you have to really be in a very, you have to be in this place where you're just like, I don't like to be here at this place anymore for in order for you to start taking some action. That is so true. Because when I hit that, I've had it moment, right? That like, yeah. that's it. Like I, I need change and I, I'm going to do whatever I can to stay motivated and motivation doesn't last. You literally need to like check on it every single day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's not motivation that gets you started either. A lot of people think that it's motivation that gets you started, but it's like you said, the, I had it moment, right? And what happens with careers is that once you got to that, I've had it moment, it's a really crappy place to be because career changes and movement don't always happen so fast. I mean, I'm not going to say that they, that people, it's impossible because there is people who, you know, as soon as they have that, I had it moment, they, they land that job, but that's not the reality for everybody. And what happens when you've, when you've reached that, I'd had it moment, you start to perform poorly. You don't show up as, you know, your hundred percent self that you know, know you can be. And then that kind of that energy is really what you're putting out there when you're looking for your next job. And with that, you know, employers can see that even if they don't have the tangible words, if you show up and you look defeated, how does that show up for an employer? You know, versus someone who maybe didn't wait as long as you did to start looking for a new option. And they're a year or two years into their role and they're still looking sunshine and happy. And, you know, the employer's like, oh, I want that. You know, they may not have the words for it, but they can feel the energy of what they want and what they don't want. For sure. That is so true. What is a consejo you would give to someone that is having trouble pinpointing what they should do? And this conversation has inspired them to earn more money. What consejo? I would say figure out why you want more money. Like, what is the real reason underneath it? Is it because you're not making enough to cover your current bills? Or, yeah, because I'm just thinking like more money is not, nobody really wants more money. That's not what you're chasing. You're not chasing more money and more money isn't going to give you security the way you think it is. Like you have to have a plan for your money. And, you know, when you aren't in alignment with your plan, it doesn't matter how much money you can get another $20,000 raise 
and you're still going to be feeling like you're not meeting, making ends meet because our lifestyle grows with our money unless you're very diligent with it. And so I think, you know, if someone wants to earn more money, ask yourself why you want to earn more money and make sure that you have your money in check. If yes. you don't have their money in check, it, like, I, and I always think of um, Dave Ramsey, but I'm not, I'll just give the disclaimer that I used to love Dave Ramsey, but some of his stuff is a little out there. But he would say, you know, he would talk about like, God will only give you so much that you can handle, right? Mm-hmm. So if you got more money now and your money's not controlled, it's not going to, it's just going to go through your hands like water. So I would say you got to do that first. And then once you realize that, you'll see that the money just comes. You know, you you suddenly get a, I know a lot of debt-free people that all of a sudden they got a ten twenty thousand $20,000 raise or, you know, things like that just happen. But because you're then able to manage that abundance. For sure. And I think it's so important that you say that when you said it's not how much you make, because I think that, I mean, what inspired me to do this series was because I am coming across a few people that say I don't have enough to pay my bills. And I do feel like some of it has to do with there is space for them to earn more, right? there. And sometimes it's like the belief system. Sometimes it's, you know, they're really not thinking of, like I, like you said, two years in advance. They're kind of just stuck and, and feel like this is all they can do. And that's not the case sometimes. Um, it, it, it's a combination of things. You got to get organized. You've got to know where you're headed. You've got to, you know, so you got to make a little bit of changes. And if you make change, just like one to 2% of like your habits and you start budgeting and you start looking for a better job or finding a way to earn more where you're at or whatever, like just these little tweaks. That's what motivated me to start the series because it's like, just creating a little bit of margin. It doesn't always have to be limiting your expenses either. You can earn more and you have to believe that you can earn earn more. Oh yeah, for sure. Belief is 100%. You got to do it. You got to believe that you are worth earning more and you got to dig into those beliefs that tell you that you don't. Um, even if you feel like you're being underpaid, you still have to dig deep into why. You know, and that's why a market research will help. Like, are you really getting underpaid for your skills? If so, then you need to bring that up. But do you believe in yourself to do that? Do you, and do you believe that the company you're working for is going to do it? Um, and I think a lot of people just want to believe that a company is not going to give them a raise just because of whatever. And it's easier to just go down that rabbit hole of like, oh, well, they're never going to do it. So why do I even try? And all of those things. Yes. Thank you so much, Norma. Where can people find you? So, of course, manifestyourcareer.com. That's my website. But I also have my podcast, which is Manifest Your Career Podcast. Um, And, of course, on Instagram, that's where I like to be, at Manifest Your Career. Um, And then I'm a career mindset coach. I'm also a licensed therapist. Um, I am all kinds of anomalies, I feel like, because I also love, you know, astrology, moonology, uh, and I really love combining both things to help empower women, people to believe in their dreams, to believe in themselves and to believe in their dreams and that they can manifest their dream career. 
no matter how crazy it seems, no matter how much they think like, I would never get paid for this. I want to help them believe that whatever they have in their heart, they absolutely can get paid for it and have the life that they want. Yes. 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 Thank you so much. And I'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening to Debt Free Latina. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can take Myra with you on your journey to become debt-free as you build financial wealth. Looking for more? Follow Myra on Instagram at debtfree.latina, Facebook at debtfreelatina, and online at debtfreelatina.com.